legacy I don't care if they remember me Only Jesus Welcome to another broadcast and I am Dreamwalker1960 Once again you can read today's podcast at dreamwalker1960.com You can also listen to it on YouTube Please like and subscribe if you do listen there Today will be the toughest Bible study I'm most likely to ever record. In addition, and also tough to talk about, will be one of the dreams I believe I was given from God in accordance to Acts 2.17, which also serves as verification that we are living in the end times. If you have been following my teachings, you will remember the offering the glorified Jesus Christ made to the Church of Laodicea to surrender the gold of the earth for heavenly gold, as well as covering their nakedness with garments of white. Why do I mention this? Well, there is other places where there is a mention of white garments or robes in Revelation. Here's one of them. Revelation 7, 9-10 After this, I saw a vast crowd, too great to count, from every nation and tribe and people and language standing in front of the throne and before the Lamb. They were clothed in white robes and held palm branches in their hands. And they were shouting with a great roar, Salvation comes from God who sits on the throne and from the Lamb. Many do not understand what is going on here. I have been studying the end-time prophecies most of my life. I realize there are multiple views on this. However, Of all the commentaries I have read, then through analyzing these studies by looking into the Greek, I have found the John Wolford Prophecy Commentaries to be the one that follows a true, logical formula to not only the book of Revelation, but as well as the books of Matthew, Daniel, as well as 1st and 2nd Thessalonians. As a result of my own studies and taking into account the Wolford Commentaries, I have come to the following belief. And yes, I say belief, because I do realize many will not accept what I'm going to say. There are going to be multiple raptures throughout the tribulation period. As a result, there are going to be a lot of people that are going to find themselves not in heaven standing before the throne of God after the first rapture, but still here upon the earth. This is actually fortified by the verse I just read, which I feel is a description of the second rapture which occurs in the middle of the tribulation. Why I say this is due to the preceding verses in which the elect of the tribulation receive the seal of God. These are named as members of the tribes of Israel. There is no way around this description. It clearly names 12,000 of each tribe of Israel and shows these as the true 144,000 and that they are Israelites, otherwise known as Jews. This is done just before or while the altar of the last temple is defiled by the Antichrist. Why they are sealed is something to be handled at another time. Right now, we are concerned about the number of uncountable standing before the throne of God in verse 9, wearing white robes. Six times there is a reference to the white robes, linen, or garments in the book of Revelation. The first is when Christ asked the seventh church to wear them, Revelation 3.18. The second refers to the 24 elders, Revelation 4.4. The third time 
they are given to the martyrs below the altar. That is Revelation 6.11. The fourth and fifth time deal with the multitude before the throne. Revelation 7.9 and 13. And the sixth deals with what the armies that follow Christ upon his return to earth were. In Revelation 19.14. Now the majority of times when white clothing is mentioned, a theme is established. Revelation 6, 9-11 When the Lamb broke the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of all who had been martyred for the word of God and for being faithful in their testimony. They shouted to the Lord and said, O Sovereign Lord, holy and true, how long before you judge the people who belong to the world and avenge our blood for what they have done to us? Then a white robe was given to each of them, and they were told to rest a little longer until the full number of their brothers and sisters, their fellow servants of Jesus, who were to be martyred, had joined them. Revelation 7.13-14 Then one of the twenty-four elders asked me, Who are those who are clothed in white? Where did they come from? And I said to him, Sir, you are the one who knows. Then he said to me, These are the ones who died in the great tribulation. They have washed their robes in the blood of the Lamb and made them white. The theme is martyrdom. In chapter 6, those under the altar ask why they must wait, and their answer is that not all the martyrs are accounted for. While in verse 714, we are told they are all the martyred. This too adds a chronological order to the book of Revelation. So those that stand before the throne of God are all that are left of those upon the earth that turn to Jesus Christ after the first rapture, which takes place between the last verse of chapter 3 and the first verse of chapter 4. During the ensuing time of the tribulation, when the events of Mark 13, 9 through 13 occur is what leads to the last of the martyrs enduring to the end. This tells us that those left upon the earth after the first rapture are those that live in sin and Israel. This must be said. There is a clear understanding that those that are counted among them are the lukewarm. They will not be in the first rapture, for they have been spit out of the body of Jesus Christ per his own words. Now the question that needs to be asked is this, will all those that are lukewarm then become martyrs? This is not in my job description as a teacher. I am not a prophet. Can I speculate? Yes, I can. Doing so, I will say there will be those that will feel betrayed by God, mainly due to a lack of true understanding of the Bible or its teachings within it. However, it will not be God who has done the betraying. It is they who have done so. Many will decide to receive the mark of Satan and accept the chip into their hand, so they can continue to live their lives in the worldly lust they desire more than the eternal salvation offered to all. They will do this as those others that are lukewarm, awaken to the errors of their ways, and turn again to salvation and offer themselves up to the teachings of the gospel so those willing to hear will hear 
and turn to God through the blood of Jesus Christ. And they will willingly surrender to their fates as martyrs, for they will know without any question or doubt that they are at the beginning of the tribulation, and it is best to die a martyr than to receive the mark or accept the chip. This brings me to one of my dreams I was given in the late 1980s. In this dream, I found myself in chains, which not only held my hands and my feet, but led to those in front and behind me. All these in chains were clad in gray, which I now take to identify that we are lukewarm, neither hot or white for God through Jesus Christ, nor cold or black for those living in sin. We were herded into a Walmart, its shelves rifled and cleaned out. Those herding us were barely clad, yet covered in tattoos. They had laughed and mocked as they pushed us to the back of the store, which had become our jail, a monument to our desires to have the riches of the world instead of the riches of salvation, as they moved us towards the back, to be held in this store as if mocking us of our stupidity. It must be said that in the late 1980s, tattoos were around, but they had not become as prevalent as they have today. One of these people driving us stood upon the now empty racks, jeering us as he lashed us with the large whip in his hands. As he yelled his insults at us, a cheer came from the back of the line. As I looked back, I saw a boy, no more than twelve, come into view at the end of the aisle. He was filthy, and beginnings of tattoos was evident upon his skin. A huge grin spread across his face, and his eyes were filled with a type of insanity. Just looking upon him sent chills into me. Then I noticed what he was carrying in one of his hands as he thrust it over his head. Within his hand was the severed head of a woman as he held it up by her blonde hair. Those hurting us began to yell and cheer with delight at the sight of this. I went into shock as once again they began to move us to the back of the store. Once we were at the back of the store, we were given cots to lay upon, showing us that we were not worthy of luxuries of this world. Then, one by one, those with me were taken to doors at the back of the store. Then my time came, and I went through these doors. What happened next, I have no idea, for at that moment, all went black. And it was that way for some time until I awoke from my dream. Something that has never occurred before or since in any of my dreams. Now with that imagery upon your mind, I come to what we can do to change this from becoming a reality to those willing to listen. That being, we must all begin to study the Bible. As a foundation, I give you these verses. Acts 17, 11 through 12 and the people of Berea were more open-minded than those in Thessalonica. And they listened eagerly to Paul's message. They searched the scriptures day after day to see if Paul and Silas were teaching the truth. As a result, many Jews believed, as did many of the prominent Greek men and women. In the King James Version of verse 11, these were more noble than those in Thessalonica, in that they received the word with all readiness of mind, and search the scriptures daily, whether those things were so. And searched means to scrutinize, investigate, interrogate, determine. 
The paraphrased interpretation of the words in the Theological Dictionary of the New Testament gives us this impression, that these people came at what was said by Paul and Silas with doubt. However, they were so determined to find the truth that they found that what these men had said to be that truth. So as a result, they became saved and accepted Jesus Christ as the true Messiah and their Savior. My point? That these people did not accept the word given to them without question as many do these days. They went to the Scriptures. Now, the Scriptures is a document, holy writ, or as content or a statement within it. That comes from Strong's. The only complete Scriptures at this time was the Tanakh. It is this they searched through and found within what we call the Old Testament, the truth. It is not merely the fact that they found the truth, it is that they found it through searching. We are not to take the words given to us as fact just because it comes from someone who has a type of authority over us. Which goes back to the time that I mentioned when that Methodist minister said that the book of Revelation was a fairy tale. We are to not just read the Bible, but we are to research the Bible. I use the Strong's Concordance and the Theological Dictionary of the New Testament. This is something we all should be using. We should just not accept what a minister, pastor, politician, professor, or news broadcaster tells us. We should never take anything at face value. Not even me. A few episodes back, I had said the message about Jesus being the vine was after his resurrection. That was wrong, and I corrected it as soon as possible. This goes to my point. I made a mistake. Why? Because I'm human. We should always verify for ourselves what is given to us. This is our duty as Christians, to seek out and find the truth and to show what is true to the world. Then if they doubt us, they can research for themselves, and they may come to the truth themselves. This is how you end the lukewarm, which is the ultimate goal. For they will know the truth of the gospel, and realize they are living in sin, and end it by not just seeking the truth, but who is the truth. That being the true image of Jesus Christ our Savior and Messiah. God bless. Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. But all an empty world can sell is empty dreams. I got lost in the light, but it was up to me to make a name the world remembers. Jesus is the only name to remember. And I, I don't want to leave a legacy. I don't care if they remember me. Only Jesus. And I.